0: You are listening to an audio sermon from Harvest Bible Chapel, York Region. For more information, visit hbcyr.ca. Well, good morning, church. It is a real privilege and blessing uh, for me and my family to be back here with you this weekend. For those of you who don't know, my name is Ray Koprowski. I have the great privilege of serving as the senior pastor of Harvest Bible Chapel in Ottawa which, as of this weekend, is now five months old. Praise the Lord for that. Amen? Amen. And your church, this church here, your senior pastor, and George and Dave and the other elders here, they're a very special place in our hearts, as I was actually baptized 10 feet from here. Pastor Paul baptized me many years ago here, and uh, I've just been counted such a privilege, really overwhelmed to be able to now bring God's word by the grace of God, for the glory of God, to you this morning. I just want to give you a quick update on what God's doing in our nation's capital. Um, God is at work, praise the Lord. We are seeing him continue to grow his church um, in depth as well as breadth. I don't know how many of you know, but Ottawa is um, the most unreached English-speaking city in North America. That's our nation's capital. Okay, 2% evangelical Christian. And so stuff like churches getting planted and growing, it's known as a church graveyard. Did you know that? That's the reputation for Ottawa. Um, And so stuff like churches getting planted and then God actually bringing growth is a new thing there. And so, um, we appreciate your prayers so much, and God is answering them. And so, thank you for your support. Thank you for your encouragement. We're about to kick off our new ministry year next weekend, and we are very excited for what is ahead as we continue to humble ourselves before the Lord and see Him do what only He can do. Amen? Amen. Amen. He who in us is greater. Come on. All right, well, today we're reading from Psalm 118. And the title of this morning's message is, His Love Will Endure. His Love Will Endure. Psalm 118 verses one to nine is our text this morning. And as you're turning there, uh, I have a question for you and this is no small thing. In fact, uh, it is one of the most important questions that you will need to answer in your life. And in fact, you are answering in your life each day in every situation that you face. The battle in answering this question is one of the greatest of our time. And it is this Do you truly believe, do you truly, genuinely believe that God is good all the time and that He loves you? Let me ask it again. Do you truly, genuinely believe, not just in your head, but in your heart, that God is good all the time and that he loves you? Does your life reflect that? And you say, well, wait a second, why is this so important? I mean, why the urgency and weight behind this? Because here's the reality, church, how we answer this question How you answer this question, how I answer this question, will determine not only your pursuit of God, but also your ability to trust him and receive his unfailing love towards you in the situations that you face. The very answer to that question determines your pursuit of him. That's a big deal. And here, in Psalm 118, the people of Israel are confronted with this question. Let's get a little bit of context in our passage. This psalm is a psalm of thanksgiving that was written to celebrate God's steadfast love as people were coming up to Jerusalem. So picture this. They're in this procession, a parade, if you will, coming up to Jerusalem, led by the psalmist, the worship leader, after a great deliverance the lord had given them from their enemies we don't know what the deliverance was some people think it was they got they were allowed to go back they were returning from the exile after being in exile in babylon and they're coming back to the to jerusalem some people think moses wrote this after the deliverance from the red sea we don't know what the situation was but what we do know is that Here in the celebration of God's people, we see three crucial truths about God's love that we must embrace if we are to live our lives in the fullness of it and embrace him through it. Will you please stand with me for the reading of God's word this morning? His steadfast love endures forever, Psalm 118. Verse 1. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he's good. Church, will you repeat this after me? For his steadfast love endures forever. Let Israel say, his steadfast love endures forever. Let the house of Aaron say, his steadfast love endures forever. Let those who fear the Lord say, his steadfast love endures forever. Out of my distress, I called on the Lord. The Lord answered me and set me free. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? The Lord is on my side as my helper. I shall look in triumph on those who hate me. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes. And all God's people said, Amen. You may be seated. Well, God's love for me never fails. First thing we have to embrace is this. I must give thanks to him for his goodness. God's love for me never fails. I must give thanks to him for his goodness. Look back at verse 1. The psalmist starts it off. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Okay, the Hebrew word there for thanks is not just one of these lip service. Yeah, thanks, God. Thanks. Yeah, we'll just pay thanks. Thanks for doing that. This is, in fact, a genuine confession or acknowledgement that God is good. It's not half-hearted. We're not just going through the motions. All right, But it's a heartfelt and genuine gratitude that is expressed here the psalmist is calling them to. The psalmist starts off by calling the people to genuine thanksgiving, reflection, and recognition of the goodness of the Lord for his steadfast love on behalf of his people in delivering them in the past. Now he goes on to say in the back half of verse one, for his steadfast love. Okay, we want clarity. We want to pursue clarity through God's word. The word steadfast there um, is one of the most significant words in all of scripture. You might want to just circle that in your Bible. And uh, I don't normally talk through what the actual Greek or Hebrew words are, but in this case, we need to zero in on this for a moment. The Hebrew word there for steadfast love is chesed. Hesed. You're going to try that with me right now. Ready? One, two, three. Ready? hesed. Okay, one more time. Hesed. That's a guttural language in Hebrew. They don't have the ch sound, so they use hesed. Okay? That's a ch in our language. And what that means is the word hesed is denoting covenant loyalty, unbreakable kindness and favor. Covenant loyalty, unbreakable kindness and favor. This is the strongest word used to describe God's love in Scripture. And it's so strong, and God wants us to get it so much that He has the psalmist repeat it four times in the first four verses. His steadfast love endures forever. We know God means business. Repeat it four times just to make sure we get it here. And it means God's love is like no other. It is a covenant love that endures forever and will never fail, be encouraged with this this morning, loved ones, will never fail to uphold, strengthen, and care for his people. He will never fail to do that. Uphold, strengthen, care for his people. It will not, and indeed, it cannot break because God sustains it. The closest depiction we have on in, in, in a human level to this is the covenant of marriage. But even that is so far off from the covenant love that God is expressing here for his people. And you say, well, who is this? His people? Well, who, who's this for? Well, look at verses two